listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast, the podcast for coaches, leaders and academics who are interested in translating research into practice. Each episode, I discuss a brand new piece of cutting-edge research and translate the findings with suggestions of how you can incorporate the research into your practice. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca J. Jones. Now, on with today's show. Hi, in today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my own recent research papers, which is called The Effectiveness of Workplace Coaching, a Meta-Analysis of Learning and Performance Outcomes from Coaching, which I co-authored with Professor Stephen Woods and Dr. Eve Gwilheim. And it was published in the Journal of Occupational and Organisational Psychology in 2016, but I'll be sure to put a link to the paper in the show notes. So in this paper, we had three key aims. Firstly, we felt one of the challenges when trying to understand coaching research is that researchers generally use a wide range of different outcomes to measure coaching effectiveness. And this can be uh, really challenging when you're looking at different research projects and you're trying to get an overall picture in relation to coaching effectiveness, trying to understand overall is coaching effective or not. So to address this, we wanted to provide a framework of coaching outcomes, which we could align with learning, training and development outcomes, which would improve our ability to compare results across different studies of coaching effectiveness. So that was our first aim. Our second aim was to use meta-analytical techniques to synthesise all of the existing research on coaching effectiveness in order to address the question, does coaching work? In our study, we specifically included studies in our analysis that focus solely on coaching provided in the workplace, and therefore we were interested in organisational outcomes. Our third and final aim was to examine what factors influence the effectiveness of coaching. So to achieve these three aims, we conducted a meta-analysis. And for those that aren't familiar with this technique, a meta-analysis involves conducting a detailed, systematic search of the literature, in this case on workplace coaching, so that you can identify all of the primary studies that have tested whether coaching is effective. We then take each of those studies and we code them. Um, So that means we read them and record different bits of information in each of the studies. And we were looking at various aspects of the coaching that might have investigated or tested. And we then used statistical techniques to combine all of these studies and give us an overall indication of the effect size. Effect size in this context refers to the magnitude of the impact of coaching on the outcomes that have been measured. So in our meta-analysis, we identified a total of 17 primary studies that matched our criteria and could be included in the analysis. So I mentioned just now that our first aim in the study was to provide a framework of coaching outcomes. And to address this aim, my co-authors and I developed a framework which grouped coaching outcomes in a similar way to training outcomes. So, for example, we suggest that coaching can result in effective outcomes, which includes changes to the coachee's attitudes or motivations. Also, cognitive outcomes, which includes changes in the coachee's knowledge or their cognitive strategies, such as problem solving techniques. 
the coaches skills such as development of new leadership skills or other competencies and finally we suggested that we would expect to see a change in the coaches results at work either at the individual team or even organizational performance level and the benefit of categorizing outcomes in this way is that we're then able to group the outcomes utilized across different studies so that we can gain an overview of the impact coaching is having across each of these different learning and performance outcomes. So in the meta-analysis, we were able to test for all of the outcomes apart from cognitive outcomes, as there weren't enough studies included in our analysis that utilized cognitive outcome measures. So whilst we propose that coaching can impact on cognitive outcomes, we weren't actually able to test that in this study. But our results showed that coaching did have a positive impact on the other three outcomes assessed. So that was effective, skill-based and results. However, interestingly, it was the results outcome where coaching had the greatest impact. And this contrasts with meta-analytic results and the impact of managerial training interventions, which have demonstrated that the impact on results is often smaller than the other types of outcomes. And this is often um, explained by potential training transfer issues. So although uh, people may react really well to the training in the classroom, um, they may not transfer that learning to outside of the, the classroom environment. And in our meta-analysis, we suggest that the high impact of coaching on results is perhaps indicative of the fact that the individualized nature of coaching actually promotes the transfer of learning from coaching back to the coachee's workplace in a way that we don't automatically see in training. So in addition to examining the overall effectiveness of coaching, we also tested the impact of a variety of factors. Um, so this was our, our third aim that we wanted to see that what influenced the effectiveness of coaching. And we called these practice factors in our paper. And we tested a number of different practice factors, but I'm just going to summarise some of the most interesting ones here. So one of the most interesting findings was that our results indicated that coaching was more effective when it was provided by an internal coach compared to when coaching is provided by a coach working externally to the organisation. And this result was really surprising. We'd originally predicted that external coaches would have a greater impact on outcomes when compared to internal coaches. However, we found the opposite to be true. Although I must add that both internal and external coaches demonstrated a positive impact on overall outcomes. Uh, it was just that the impact was bigger for internal coaches. Now, in the paper, we discussed this finding in the context of the insight an internal coach may have on the organisation, specifically in relation to things like the climate and the culture that the coachee is faced with. So another factor that we tested was whether coaching is more or less effective when it's combined with 360 degree feedback or multi-source feedback. And again, this was another surprising result. So we had predicted that coaching plus 360 degree feedback would have a greater impact on outcomes than coaching alone. However, the opposite was true. So on reflection, 
because when you write up a paper like this, you have to then think about how you're going to explain your findings. So I spent a lot of time reflecting on these findings. And on reflection, this finding is perhaps not quite as surprising as, as I had originally thought. So, for example, 360-degree feedback is a really popular tool in practice. However, it has a relatively weak evidence base. Research into the impact of 360-degree feedback has found that whilst this type of feedback can have a positive impact on performance, it can also have a neutral or even negative impact on performance. And as of yet, researchers don't really know why. So given this variation in the impact of 360-degree feedback, the finding that coaching is more powerful when provided without the feedback is perhaps not so surprising. So one final factor that we tested that I want to talk about today is we compared studies that utilised face-to-face coaching with studies that used any other type of coaching, such as telephone or video phone. And we called this this category blended coaching. We had predicted that face-to-face coaching would be the most impactful, but we actually found no significant difference between the groups, which means that all types, face-to-face or blended coaching, were equally beneficial. And this is really positive news for practitioners, as our findings indicate that conducting coaching over the phone or using methods such as video phone is just as impactful as face-to-face coaching. And of course, it's a potentially more efficient method of coaching. So based on our findings, my other recommendations for incorporating this research into your practice would be If you're an external coach working with an organisation, the climatisation period is likely to be a really important factor that will contribute to the effectiveness of your coaching. And therefore, to enhance the impact of coaching, it's important that the coach gathers as much insider information on the organisation as possible before the coaching starts. We also recommend that coaching provided on its own is likely to have a better impact on outcomes rather than combining coaching and 360 degree feedback. I would tend to suggest utilising 360 degree feedback as an outcome measure alone rather than as a discussion point in the coaching or to keep this as a completely separate intervention. So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. Just to remind you, in this episode, I was discussing the effectiveness of workplace coaching, a meta-analysis of learning and performance outcomes from coaching, which I co-authored with Professor Stephen Woods and Dr. Eve Gwilheim. And this was published in the Journal of Occupational and Organisational Psychology in 2016. As always, I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I was Dr. Rebecca Jones. I'll see you again soon. for listening to the coaching academic podcast if you're interested in reading my research sponsoring the show or in hiring me as a researcher coach or speaker check out my website www.rebeccajjones.co.uk if you like the show don't forget to leave a review in itunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode if you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show then please get in touch via my website 
Finally, you can connect with me on Twitter at coach underscore research. Thanks for listening.